The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. I ask God for the grace to rely on God's faithfulness to me and to imitate the faithfulness of Jesus, even at the cost of criticism from or conflict with good people. Our reading is from the Gospel of Luke. One day while he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting nearby. They had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with them to heal. Just then some men came, carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, Who is this who is speaking blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their questioning, he answered them, why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, stand up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, stand up and take your bed and go to your home. Immediately he stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went to his home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God, and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. Our contemporary voice is Gerard Hughes. I suppose that the simplest, and yet in the end the most important answer to the question, what does faithfulness involve, is that faithfulness must be faithfulness to God. All earthly expressions of fidelity, such as the acceptance of the creed or loyalty to the Pope, are no more than attempts to respond to the call of God in our lives and to ask what it might involve in practice. It also seems to me that faithfulness is not something that can be defined statically. 
It is something more akin to a pilgrimage. Let these words sink into your soul. This week's reflection is from Father Bill Noe. Faithfulness is often a disputed matter. It should come as no surprise that we're sometimes criticized for our efforts to keep faith. It seems rather normal that our discerned response to the concrete circumstances of our life might bring us into conflict with other good people. Faithfulness seems to be the concern of the entire prophetic tradition. Through prophet after prophet, God rebukes the people for settling for faithfulness to something less than God. In Isaiah's voice, God asks, Is this the manner of fasting I would choose? In Micah's voice, God's question is, What does the Lord require of you? Each prophet, in their own way, asks the same question. What does faithfulness to God look like here and now? In the gospel, we hear of a person with very good friends. Under his own power, this person cannot come to Jesus. So his friends bring him, but they find the way blocked. They could give up, but they don't. Up to the roof they climb, with great effort, one might suppose, and they break through to lower the person down to bring him near Jesus. Imagine what others might have thought. This simply is not done. It's wrong. Somebody's going to have to pay for this. Jesus, however, sees something else faithfulness. The faithfulness of those friends moves Jesus to deep compassion. He sees immediately what God wants done in this moment, forgiveness and healing. God wants that person to be restored to his place in the community. And of course, the Pharisees, good godly people, respond, this simply is not done. It's wrong. It's an offense against God. Somebody's going to have to pay for this. And of course, somebody does. What went wrong? Jesus' opponents embrace an abstract form of holiness into which every circumstance must be forced. 
no discernment is necessary. The response is always the same. The man's friends know differently, as does Jesus. While important, principles are always applied in concrete circumstances. Faithfulness requires practical wisdom, and that means discernment. Jesus' life teaches what it means to be faithful. He truly is the way. As Pope Francis has remarked, to follow Jesus is to avoid the extremes of rigorism and laxism and to go the middle way of discernment. So what is it that God wants done here and now? God asks us, in imitation of Jesus, to have the courage to join our will to God's even when we're criticized, even when others insist, somebody's going to have to pay for this. Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart. concluding prayer is by Daniel Lord. For some strange reason, Lord, you depend on me. What possible need could you have for my shoulder? Why should you lean on me? Yet you do just that. I'm grateful. It is a challenge and a trust, an inspiration and a call to character. If you are willing to depend on me, Weak and clumsy as I am, I am eager not to fail you. Lean on me, dear Lord. At least pretend to find me a help. May your sweet pretense make me worthy of your very real trust. Amen.